My next guest is a soul healing life coach. She helps alpha Christian leaders release their trap emotions and heal the trauma that is keeping them stuck and sabotages their relationship. Please welcome Annette Carter. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Annette. Hi, girl. Hey! <laughs> How are you? Fantastic. <laughs> awesome. I'm so excited to have you on. I know that you are the soul healing life coach, mm-hmm. and I cannot wait to dive deeper and truly get to know you better So feel free to share with us, like, who is Annette Carter? What does she do? And why do you love what you do? Oh, wow. Okay. I have to figure out where to start. (laughs) (laughs) So um, for those of you who don't know me, um, I go by the Soul Healing Life Coach um, because I specialize in trauma healing and release. And so what I get to do is I get to work with these really successful clients of mine, uh, men and women who have achieved, you know, really great things, but they haven't set back. So they are stuck in a particular area, whether it's their finances, their health, their relationships. And nine times out of 10, it's almost always trauma related. Mm. And lately, what my work has allowed me to do is really branch off into understanding mental health disorders and how a lot of times um, it's not necessarily something you're born with. It's more or less something that's created. As a matter of fact, um, the research that I was doing was showing that um, 90% of your mental illnesses actually aren't even genetic. They're actually a coping mechanism for dealing with trauma. So whether Mm. it's bipolar disorder or schizophrenia or... um, some type of anti-personality disorder, uh, it's all linked to a repressed trauma that's tra- that's surfacing and it's letting you know that there's some healing there that needs to be done. So when my clients come to me, oftentimes they're stuck. Uh, mm-hmm. They may, it could be something as simple as, you know, being distracted or feeling like you lack purpose, you know, you lack fulfillment. Or it could be something as complicated as, severe mood disorders. And so they're coming to me to figure out what's the underlying cause and how can I deal with it? So when you talk about soul healing, um, you're talking about dealing with the deep stuff that people tend to want to cover up. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I totally can see how that happens. And I think it happens often. Like people may have like some shame related to that and stuff like that. So 
I'm curious to know, like, what's your first step in working with um, people who have mental health disorders? Like, like, what do you first start with? Oh, well, that's actually really easy because before we do anything, there's a whole intake process. So mm-hmm. they, they're required to uh, do an application. Yeah. Um, and during that process, I the first question I'm looking to see whether or not you're, you have answered is whether or not you're working with a clinical therapist or psychiatrist of some sort. Mm-hmm. I absolutely will not work with anyone who has any kind of disorder that has been medically diagnosed without them seeing a clinician. Now, mm-hmm. I guess some people feel like, well, that's a bit contradicting. Well, no, I have great respect <laughs> for the people in that field. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't take what I do lightly. And I'm not I don't see them as my competitor. I see them as my partners. And so when they work with me, and let's say, you know, they're able to wing off the medication. Let's say it's Adderall, for example. Then mm-hmm. you get to go back to the psychiatrist and tell them what's going on. And you let them tell you, uh, you know, basically solidify the results of the work that you've done with me. And what happens is that they get to take you off the medication. It's like the proof, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, uh, for my Christians, because I work with a lot of believers. Uh, uh, most of my work, I shouldn't say most, all of my work <laughs> is biblically yeah. based. And yeah. so for like, uh, for the Christians, for example, it's the equivalent of Jesus, who's the savior of the world, healing a man. And then he's often quoted as saying, go back and show them that you're healed. Go back mm. and tell them. And so it's the same thing. Like you come to me, we work together in partnership with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and then I say, go back to your doctor and let them re-examine you. Mm. And it also protects me and the client because it lets you know that, hey, I'm serious about what I do and I'm not stepping outside of, you know, ethical boundaries here. But it's also to ensure your safety, that you're getting a top of the line care and you're getting it in every area. And what I found is that people who are working, if you have a mental health disorder and or, you know, some kind of emotional disorder, for example, and you're working with a therapist, that means you are already training yourself to look for a solution it means you're actively looking to get better you're actively looking to be healthy you're not in denial Mm, and that's that's the key word right (laughs) you're not in denial you know there's something there and you're working through it so that's the first step the first step is making sure that you are already getting help then you come work with me and we Mm -hmm. take a work deeper that you have already done with the psychiatrist and therapist to get to the root of the issue Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is so good. So important. Thank you for sharing that process. Um, This truly brings lots of clarity. And I know you also say that resistance mirrors or insecurities. Mm -hmm. And if you learn how to heal the resistance, then you you can make like your first million really easily. Can you talk more about that? Yeah. Okay. So somebody's been reading my stuff. Yeah. Um, what I found, and this has been especially true for me, most people, they get, they become entrepreneurs because they have something they want to offer to the world, or mm-hmm. there's usually some type of situation that pops up in their life that forces them to make a decision. And so sometimes instead of going back to the workforce, they just choose to take matters in their own hands. And that's fine. But what I've also witnessed is that because they're looking to replace the income, a lot of the decisions become money driven and money Mm. focused and what you focus on expands and you tend to attract more of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so 
what I tell people is you don't focus on the lack of what you have, which is what most entrepreneurs do. You focus on more of what you want, <laughs> not mm. the lack of it. And so when you're looking at, you know, that first million dollars, it's like the golden calf for everyone, right? You're the land of entrepreneurship. You're trying to make that first seven figures. And <laughs> what happens is that you're not really focused on the seven figures. You're focused on the fact that you haven't made the seven figures. Mm. And yeah. so what you have literally done is you rewired into your brain to focus on what you do not have. And so your brain is constantly looking for solutions and situations and problems that will allow you to stay in that place where you're constantly looking for the thing you say you want, not actually receiving it. And so the resistance there is you going against your natural ability, is you going against your instincts, is you going against what you know you should be doing. For example, you tell me you're a, uh, actually I could use myself. (laughs) (laughs) I was uh, telling people that I was a a business coach and consultant. At one point, that's what I was doing. I was known for doing brand strategy sessions. So I was always booked and busy. And at the time, I think it was like $1,000 and you work with me for like 90 days. It's like really ridiculous. And I was selling out. And so I was telling people this is what I did. But then on the side, I was selling Mary Kay. Mm. <laughs> and I was struggling with my Mary Kay business. <laughs> I was like, why can't I get this going? But over here, I'm selling a thousand dollars like it's cupcakes. <laughs> What's the disconnect here? And the reality for me was that I was out of alignment. And I was out of alignment, not because I didn't like their products or the company, because I absolutely loved it, but mm. it wasn't true to me. Like yeah. I it, it wasn't serving the bigger why. It wasn't fulfilling the vision of me changing the world. I didn't feel like I was truly making an impact. It was just pure money driven. Mm. And so when you have those disconnects, it affects every other area of your life. So what I tell people is to stop running from the thing you say you want, you know, embrace it. If you really feel like in the core of your being, you can't stand being on Facebook, there's Twitter, there's Instagram, there's Snapchat. (laughs) There's TikTok, you know, if you really hate writing funnels and you can't stand doing it, there's email marketing, there's PPC marketing, you know, there's Google marketing. Like there's so many other ways you could do it. So what I do is I teach my clients how to do it their way. Mm. When you look at life, when you look at business, it's all the same thing. Business is nothing more than a reflection of how you're living. So if you really like break it down to where it's simple, I'm not, I'm not complicated. I'm not here to drop massive pianos on you and give you a bunch of aha (laughs) moments. Like I promise you, it really is that simple. And if you, I spent time in rooms with people who have made a hundred million dollars, people who are working with billionaires. And it's always fascinating to me how simple they quantify success. Like, it's never a complicated strategy with them. It's always simple. And so yeah. if I haven't learned anything else in my life, I've learned to always keep it simple. So I tell people, if you're going after seven figures, keep it simple. Figure out what it is you really want to do. How do you want to do that thing that you claim you want to do? And for goodness sake, don't be over here selling somebody a service that you have no passion behind that you really can't talk about. Like, it's not just about you being able to do it in your sleep or do it if it was for free, because that was a common, you know, statement made so many times. It's, you should do the thing that you would do with no money and, and no, <laughs> with no sleep. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
you should do the thing that you can't stop thinking about. You can't stop talking about the thing. You can't stop writing about the thing. Yeah. You can't stop looking up all the books you got on your shelves. That's what you should be focused on doing. So the resistance is you going against, like I said, your natural ability, those natural instincts. Mm. I took my client off of Facebook, one of them. And I put her on Clubhouse and she's thriving because she couldn't stand to do Facebook Live videos. Mm. And I kept trying to figure out what the resistance was. I'm like, there's something there. What are you not telling me? She's like, I can't stand it. I hate it. Like, I'm all, it takes me forever to create content. Okay, so let me tell you this real quick and then I'm done. <laughs> if it takes you longer than five minutes to create a post, you're on the wrong platform. Yeah. So yeah. she's in Clubhouse. She's thriving now. I'm still on Facebook because it's my jam. And now I'm on TikTok because I happen to like TikTok. But you won't see me post that often on Instagram or Pinterest or even LinkedIn. And you know how many people I've had reach out to me, tell me, oh, but all of your ideal clients are on LinkedIn. You're targeting busy CEOs and professionals. And I tell them, newsflash, they're also on Facebook. I also get clients by referral. I'm not running over there just because you say they're over there. They're everywhere. That's the beauty of it. They're everywhere. I'm not in short supply because I choose to stay on Facebook. So I'm done. (laughs) That's so good. Like, yeah, they're everywhere. Like, that's such a mindset to have. Like, the winning mindset. (laughs) Yes. That's literally the shortest path to a million dollars is you figuring out how you want to do your business, how you want to live your life, and then you do it just like that. Nobody else's way, but your way. I love it. I love it so much. You're so amazing. Thank you for sharing all that. You're welcome. (laughs) So I ask this to everyone who comes on the podcast, and I'm very curious to know your answer. Okay. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) That is such a great question, Anna. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. So to me, I think the very definition of a leader is someone who can duplicate themselves without without the person mimicking them. Mm. So in other words, powerful leaders raise up other powerful leaders. Mm-hmm. So if the people who are following you don't at some point step into their own leadership role and take charge, you have completely missed the point. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for me, to be a powerful leader means that you are teaching others how to cultivate their own personal power and how to step fully into it without compromise. One of the things that I always teach my clients is that if you're going to live an authentic life, you have to be willing to be offensive. Mm. It doesn't mean you purposely go out and you know try to provoke people, but you do, however, inspire new thoughts and ideas you do, however, become confrontational at times. And you do, however, at some at some point, you're going to inspire a bit of controversy because every icon that you look at, whether it was a Marilyn Monroe or whether it was a uh, Kanye West or uh, a Donald Trump. <laughs> God, that should... <laughs> 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 They're all icons in their own right. But the reason why they are icons is because they dare to do what no one else was doing. Look at Steve Mm. Jobs, for example, or even Robin Williams. They're icons because they dare to do the unthinkable, the Mm. imaginable, right? And Mm -hmm. so when you think about 
being a powerful leader, it starts with you being able to fully embrace all of you Mm. and to be unapologetic about it. Most Mm. of us, we spend our time trying to justify ourselves. We try to justify why we want to charge uh, $20,000 for a 30-minute phone call. Yes, I know people who actually do that, and they're fantastic at what they do. Mm -hmm. You don't have to justify it. Just like Tiffany's doesn't justify the fact that they're charging uh, $30,000 plus <laughs> for a freaking safety clip. What yeah. Well, you know, the little gold safety clip. I was floating all around Facebook. And they made a whole meme about it. I went to the website to see if it was for real. <laughs> it was for real. But they're not out here trying to justify the reason why we charge. They're not doing that. You know, but business owners, we oftentimes we do that. Or, you know, you have granular dreams. You're like, I want to hit the forest billionaires list. I love when people talk like that. But then you shrink back because the people around you think it's too far-fetched or they think it's out of reach or they mm. don't they don't see how it's possible. It has nothing to do with you. That's their own insecurity speaking out. And they're projecting in on you. Your mm-hmm. job is to prevent them, is to stop that from happening. You don't have to receive the projection. You don't even have to be in a room where the projection is uh, is occurring. You get to remove yourself from that atmosphere and go be in a room of other big, emboldened leaders who dare to do the unthinkable. My word for the year is, is audacious. Mm. I love that word because it literally means to be bold and reckless. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. You're awesome. There are times where I would put a post out on Facebook, Instagram, wherever, just to stir up conversation, just to see what will happen. I will purposely put out something to grab your attention. And the whole point of it is to inspire a conversation. And sometimes it means occasionally people get a little pissed off with me and I'm okay with that. (laughs) I don't apologize for it because I know what I'm doing and I understand my path. A lot of times we try to compromise ourselves, you know, by doing it somebody else's way or listening to what somebody else is thinking. No. What are you thinking? What mm-hmm. do you believe? Henry Ford said, if I would have waited for or listened to what people uh, said they wanted, we'd still be walking around with horses and well, uh, horse buggies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't have cars. Instead, he went and said, this is what I wanted and made it and now everybody else wants it too. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. You're amazing. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on here. It's been a great conversation. Those questions are awesome. Turn this to Oprah. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have any last piece of wisdom that you would like to share with the audience today? Everybody talks about how if you were to die tomorrow, how would you live your life? And Mm. we've all heard that a million and one times. But I would say to you, how would you be if the things you were concerned with today and yesterday were no longer a concern to you? Mm. Who would you be? How would you how would you react or respond to the life around you? I only have two goals. To live boldly and to be brave. Mm. And that's not always easy because it requires bravery for you to really express how you feel. You know, it requires a certain level of boldness to not comply, to not go with the grain, to not, you know, be a part of 
the click. And trust me, there are clicks everywhere. It's clicks on Facebook, clicks on Instagram. It requires you to be bold enough to say that's not going to be me. But what I found is that your tribe will find you the minute you put a microphone to your voice and you decide you're not shrinking back. So Mm. my final words of advice is to focus on living a life of abundance where you have success in every area, not just in one or two areas. Mm. And then redefine what success looks like to you, not based on somebody else's idea. It's so simple, but yeah, it's so true. And if you actually do this, it's going to change everything. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So where can people go to connect with you further online? Well, Facebook is the first place. <laughs> <laughs> first, I'm always on there. So Facebook. And then you can also connect with me on my website, AnnetteJanelle.com. Awesome. Go connect with Annette. She's amazing. You're not going to regret it. You're going to learn so much and be so inspired. So yeah, thank you so much again for being here. Oh, you're welcome. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.